Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host Joey. No chill, Prano. Hello, Andy. Great. Hello. Hot start. Hot start. Got the got the YouTube playing in the background. Let's go. <laughs> NFL preview 2019. It's on. I can't believe the NFL is already here. I can't believe a game. The first game of the NFL season happens tonight, uh, but this might be the most turnt I've seen other people about the NFL season. I'm not like the most turnt. Um, I I think maybe I feel like the NFL is here too fast, but I had three conversations because I'm wearing my Giants polo shirt. I had three NFL conversations on my walk over here from my place. I live three blocks from here. Giants fans. I was stopped by one Giants fan who was just your typical, like, disastrous, old-ass Venice Beach guy wearing, like, a fucking Hawaiian shirt. And he's like, I can't believe they're going to start Eli Manning again this year. And then just goes into, like, angry, you know, WFAN caller shit take where he's like, I just see it now, beating the Cowboys and Eli Manning. Like, can't believe they're going to start him. Uh, And then a Cowboys fan who was, like, far more reasonable than the Giants fan was like, I'm scared of the Giants. I'm scared of the Giants in the next 10 years. Barkley's incredible. Daniel Jones looks awesome. I'm scared of Eli still. Like, I was like, wow, this guy's, like, a reasonable Cowboys fan. And then another guy who's just like, Giants, huh? I'm like, yeah. He's like, big big Bears fan. Big game tonight. I'm like, cool. So now we're just doing loose football connections. I would actually say Los Angeles people are some of the most unknowledgeable, ignorant sports fans in the entire country. I'll go that far because it's a very... Not the Kobe Bryant slurping, you Darvish just made us... World Series, sure things. Jared Goff is actually underpaid still, sports fans. Not those guys. But it's not even just the Homer LA fans. It's the guy who moves here, who casually follows sports, yeah. who wants to chime in. I feel like the East Coast is more sports savvy. And I'll even say the Midwest. There's nothing else to do, yeah. right? Out here, people are just stupid. I'm just all, I'm like... We're gonna. We'll obviously get into it uh, in our in our deep deep NFL preview. I just like when I, I wore this shirt. And I wore three blocks. I'm almost like I'm just not even gonna wear. Like I I feel like the the internet age we live in and the Twitter and everybody with the hot takes and all the things that I hate about sports. All the things that make me want to fucking stop doing a sports podcast every day. Uh, make me want to just like not wear it because I just I don't want to hear your hot take. I think the majority of people's hot takes are dumb. Every time I tweet about sports, I get a dumb response. Like, 
I don't care about your sports opinion. I have a sports show. I am here to fix your life uh, when it comes to sports. Your your opinions are wrong. Uh, listen to mine. It'll help you in the real world. <laughs> and uh, don't don't share your opinion with me because your opinion is really, really bad. And and usually like like grossly uninformed. Like the, like the conver- this this conversation I had with a fellow Giants fan supposedly about just like the trash bag Eli Manning situation. I'm just like, what? I I want to be like. So what do you think? Do you think Pat Shermer, who's been a New York Giant employee for like eleven months, gives a single fuck about like Eli's history as a New York Giant? Do you think he gives a single fuck? Like Pat Shermer in the NFL these days, you're you're living. He's coaching every second for his job. We agree. Like, uh, uh, if the Giants go four and twelve this year, Pat Shermer could get fired, right? Well, he will. He will. He will. He will go four and twelve, or he will get fired if he goes four and twelve. He will get fired. Right. So, is Pat Shermer making some? Is Pat Shermer literally watching two quarterbacks play and going? I'm going to start this worst guy because, I don't know, just such a nice guy. He did so much for this fucking franchise. I'm going to potentially have to move my family to a new city, potentially never be a head coach in the NFL again because, man, just Eli such a nice guy. I just want to take care of him. Just such a grinder. Like, the fuck is wrong with people? You return today, Joe. We're ready to do this. Let's we're, go. We're going to do a full preview, every division, make our predictions, playoff predictions, MVP, the whole nine yards, and we're also going to do our dirty sports thing where we like to rate quarterbacks by pizza size. Yeah. Right? By pizza size and style. And style. Because, and I guess this is where we should start, because a man, I believe, was he the man who started the medium pizza? It was Jared Goff. And Trubisky, right? We were watching, we were actually calling a Bears... Rams Sunday night game. And that's where we came up with the term medium pizza because you ordered two medium pizzas to watch that game in one of the most reckless and, <laughs> and uninformed pizza dishes, decisions of all time. Yes. You went with two mediums. Like, I don't know, you were fucking a, 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 a fat 12-year-old boy or something like that. He's like, look, I don't want to order a large. People will think it's for me. I'm just going to order two mediums and eat them alone in my room. <laughs> You ordered two medium pizzas. I called it the most reckless decision. And I just said the value of a medium pizza, so bad. You don't never order a medium pizza. You ordered two while we were watching Goff Trubisky. And that's when we came up with, you know who are medium pizzas? Goff and Trubisky. And they both played like medium pizzas that game. Yeah. It was a low-scoring Sunday night football game. So the Rams just gave Goff the highest guaranteed contract in the history of the NFL. He gets 110 million guaranteed, 134 million total. Goff still had two years left on his. This is what me as a guy who's become a Rams fan since they came out here to Los Angeles does not understand. He still has two more years. Did he have a good year last year? Yeah. Did he have a good year the year before? Sure. Also, that's connected to Sean McVay. Did he have an awful Super Bowl? Yeah. Did he have an okay playoffs? Yeah. So it's still not determined on how good he is. I think this is absolutely a reckless decision. It goes back to what you and Tug always say about keeping 
quarterbacks on their rookie deal because you can pay the rest of the players. There's 22 guys in the field. I don't get it. Two more years. Why pay him now? Well, that that goes back to the question. You know, the our uh, our Philadelphia Phil is Wooder. Our Philadelphia fan who was here the other day was talking about, you know, kind of trying to justify paying Jacoby Brissett, which was, oh, if he pays well, suddenly you're going to have to pay him like more than you potentially were paying him now and giving him a thirty million dollar deal. You just gave Jared Goff the most money ever given to any player. So you're not saving yourself money doing it now, no. right? Unless you think that the Cowboys are going to pay Dak X amount and blah, blah, blah. But the thing that's amazing to me about this is not just that the Rams paid Goff the most money ever, not just that Sean McVay, who's this football genius paid him the most money ever but that the blueprint for how to do this is out there in the team that they lost the Super Bowl to exactly so I get that organizations are poorly run I get that maybe uh you know the GM of the Rams isn't Bill Belichick but you don't need This is like, you know, the Mike D'Antoni system in the NBA. You don't have to be Mike D'Antoni to run Mike D'Antoni's system, as shown by every single team running it. Just because your GM isn't Bill Belichick doesn't mean you can't look at what Bill Belichick does and go, I'm going to do that. Tom Brady, we, we put the question out there, and the guy, one of our great dirtballs, did the math for us and showed it. Tom Brady has made 200 and what? 20, 37 million, 237 million in his career. Jared Goff has to do this again. He has to get another contract like this to get there. Do you think that happens? I don't think that happens. And the reason Tom Brady has been able to do that is because he's been valuable to the team in regards to his cap number by giving them a deal for a decade now it's so frustrating to see this time and time again i don't understand why other teams don't see how the patriots the patriots have brilliantly done this for years they don't just throw money at a guy there's no reason to pay jared goff he had a terrible super bowl and then you get to he hasn't proven himself jared goff has not proven himself at all I'm just going to say it. As a guy who fucking roots for the Rams, he has not proven himself at all to get that money. What? What? I'm just going to pose this. Jared Goff is a medium pizza. And nothing against Jared Goff. I think he's a quality quarterback. Yeah. I think he, he makes some great throws. I don't dislike him as a person. He plays within the system. That's what it's all about. But let me ask, like, you, let, let me ask you this, Joe Prano. How, and I'm being realistic. How many quarterbacks could you f- put in? We talk about the system with the Patriots. Let's, let's talk about the system with the Rams. 20. You think you could put 20 quarterbacks in that Rams system and they go to the Super Bowl last year? Yeah. At uh, tw- uh, 15? I think at least 15. Here, here's just a random example. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's skill set. Is 
uh, about as different from goths as you can get. But let's that's a like a randomly picked poor example, I think. Probably could have gone to the Super Bowl with them. Probably could have. How about this? I think Matthew Stafford wins the Super Bowl with them. You think that? I think that. I think Matthew Stafford wins that Super Bowl game. They fucking scored three points, bro. It was bad. It's bad. I just don't get... You have two... This this whole... I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird concept of... You're planning ahead... But to me, that that's not sp- the future is now. This this isn't planning your four hundred one k plan. You have two years. If he if he but, leaves, but just, who cares? They just paid Higby like this morning, so now you got Goff, Gurley, Donald, Higby. I just like Brandon it, Cooks. Yeah, but explain to me how you explain to me how you pay all the rest of the dudes. So now, if you're McVeigh or their GM, you're saying, hey, we want to make sure we're locked down at these positions and we'll, you know, we're going to use guys to replace other dudes at other positions. You know, we're going to let this linebacker walk and we'll let this defensive back walk and we'll let this tackle walk and we'll whatever. And we'll, we'll figure it out because we have, we have some key positions, especially at quarterback, running back, best defensive player. Lockdown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in our like to counter that, I present to you the Seattle Seahawks, the team that you have taken over the division of since they paid the shit out of their quarterback and stopped paying their defense. I present to you the reason that you are the best team in the NFC West. So, okay. That would be my counter argument. If I was in that room with the GM, I would say, remember when there was like a budding dynasty in our division? Remember when a team went to the Super Bowl? Did they go to the Super Bowl back-to-back years? Yeah. Or two out of three years? Back-to-back years? Back-to-back. Remember when there was a, Remember when the, we were like, holy shit, they have a young quarterback on a rookie deal. They have a great defense. They've gotten a back-to-back Super Bowls. They've won one. They've lost one of the Patriots. There's no sign of them slowing down. This is a team. They have the best home field advantage in the NFL. This is a team that's going to have to be reckoned with for a full decade with a 24-year-old quarterback. I present to you the lack of Super Bowl and late Playoff appearances by that team since they handed a quarterback who's not that fucking good a bunch of money. Well, 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 Joe Prano. You know my opinion on that. Yeah. I, I, I think he is really good. Let's actually and, look. And somebody thinks Jared Goff's that good. And now we'll see if the 49ers are the next fucking team to take over. I think that McVay is an incredible coach. Um, I think that the the... Rams have the potential of going back to the Super Bowl this year. But again, this is something that doesn't have doesn't hurt your team today or tomorrow. It hurts your team next year and the year after and the year after when somebody else who has proven to become a star needs to get paid and then you have to let them walk away. Well, let's just start 
in the NFC West then. Okay. We're already talking about a couple of the teams. Let's just start with the preview there. Obviously, Rams, Seahawks, then we have the 49ers and the uh, Cardinals. Do you still think the Rams win the division? I do. I think it'll be closer than it was last year. I think your Seahawks will make a run with their with that that move for Clowney. I think helps. I think that they have uh, gotten some they've gotten some decent deals on defense. Um, the the Texans handed them a fucking freebie, for example. I think that they made some smart decisions on their defense. I think their defense is going to be good. Yeah, but the same like. This is the who are who are the offensive weapons that Russell Wilson is being surrounded with? Who are the guys that you're just going look out for that fucking guy any given day? He's just kind of well, they're they're thin at the receiver. They have Lockett. He's going to be the go-to guy. Baldwin Baldwin retired. Then they're going to and Lockett's good. He's good. They're going to have to help. They're going to have to hope that Metcalf, the rookie. Produces. Yep. There's gonna be a lot of pressure on him. I think with the Seahawks, they have a great running game because that that's something that they've always managed to have under Pete Carroll. But you know what? I'm gonna actually disagree with uh, the whole running situation. I think they need to run the ball less. They they run the ball too much. It's good to have a good running. Like I was going through it last night when I was previewing for today's episode. They basically ran the ball more than anybody in the NFL. Well, but look, there's a lot of Pete Carroll. There is a strategy here. And that strategy did not work against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Right. But also, you know, look, we we'll, we can we'll, – I'm sure people are already getting fucking – people are already going, is this happening again? Russell Wilson didn't convert a single third down in the entire football game. You sure about that? On a pass. I think you maybe won. You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. It was like – Basically, Ofer on third down conversions. Now, here's the thing: Russell Wilson. Everybody talks about it. Like, oh man, his deep ball. Oh man, his uh, his numbers on play action. Well, like, is does Russell Wilson's accuracy and his arm angle and everything greatly change when he when he physically fakes a handoff prior to it? Is that the difference? He's much more comfortable doing this than he is just dropping back? No, the difference is guys are more open because they run the shit out of the football. So they're setting up I just, what, what Russell Wilson does well, and they're giving him a chance to succeed by running the football. That is why I will say this. I think their defense is going to be improved, and they're going to be closer to winning the division than they were last year. But in the end, their offense doesn't have a ton of playmakers. And and has to play a very specific type of offense because of the personnel, and that is because what's probably going to happen to the Rams a couple of years from now when they fucking have to let go the three number two wide receivers that they have around in their on their, in their offense. Like instead of having a one and a two and a, maybe a three and a four, they've got they have a sturdy bunch of like. All fucking good receivers. They're all a little bit better than your second receiver on any football team. Now, none of them are like, oh, my God, this guy's the best. But you have to pay all those guys. And a couple years from now, when they're not, they're going to have some fucking trouble on the outside. 
I just think that Schottenheimer needs to not just do run first down, run second down, throw third down. That seems to be the formula from last year. This is just my take. Maybe open it up a little more. I'm not saying let Russ rip 35 passes a game. I'm not saying that. I think they are improved. I agree with you. I think they do come closer. Last year the Rams went 13-3. and The Seahawks went 10-6. and I do believe it's closer. I still do believe the Rams win the division. The Rams have a very tough schedule. Obviously they won the division, so they play all the other division winners. Uh, I, I'm going to go Rams, Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals. I think starting with Arizona from the bottom, I think they struggle. This Cliff Kingsbury thing, I could be wrong. Again, he didn't win in college. The, I, I don't like, and I see these comparisons already, I don't like the comparison from a Sean McVay to a Cliff Kingsbury because Sean McVay was always through the NFL system. You know, he, They showed it even on Hard Knocks. He started out as basically the piss boy, they called him, for the Tampa Bay Bucks after he graduated Miami of Ohio. My point is, Sean McVay worked his way up all through the NFL system. Cliff Kingsbury was a college coach that didn't do anything. I have no uh, Cliff Kingsbury opinion because I watch zero college football. Obviously, he has the guy he wanted at quarterback. Obviously, that they're they're going to attempt to run this, you know, Big Twelve spread throw the fucking ball a million times, quarterback run a million times offense. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be bad. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be bad because they were already bad. Yeah. And they don't have a lot of talent. Um, I think uh, Kyler Murray will have flashes of brilliance and struggle because like every bad team, being behind a terrible offensive line sucks. I wish him nothing but health and happiness. I hope he does not get hurt. I hope that they are smart in not having him run the ball a million times a game at five fucking foot nine or whatever the hell he is and uh, get him hurt. Uh, I predict that they will win a couple of fun games. I predict the Seattle Seahawks will lose in Arizona. I predict that there'll be a team that, you know, uh, scares some people with just wild uh flashes of brilliance from their number one overall pick, and I think they win fucking four games. <laughs> well, let's pull up the Vegas odds. And I agree with you, and I, I think the Niners... I think the Niners are smartly... I think the Niners are rebuilding in a smart way, but I think that they're doing it, you know... They're doing it in, in a division that's very, very tough, and they... Like, in essence... like. Two years from now, the Garoppolo deal will be reasonable after Dak gets paid $400 million and Patrick Mahomes gets, like, I don't know, ownership of the Chiefs? Like, I don't know. He gets every barbecue restaurant in Kansas City. When, when like, some company makes him the CEO and then they name Arrowhead Mahomes Field at Arrowhead or some shit like that. Like, God knows what Patrick Mahomes is going to get. I That dude must have jerked his dick raw watching fucking Jared Goff get $130 million. Um, But I think that uh, the Niners are put in a position now where, like, slow and steady wins the race. Let fucking the, the Rams overpay Jared Goff. Let fucking, you know, yeah. Seattle do what they're doing. Like, 
be waiting in the wings two years from now when you're like, hey, we have a reasonable fucking paid offense. You know what I think? I think the Niners will forever be cursed for leaving the city of San Francisco. Let's call it as it is. They're nowhere near the city of San Francisco. They're, playing, well, they're, they're near it. They're playing Santa Clara. Yeah. They play 30-plus miles away from the city of San Francisco. Middle fucking nowhere. They left the city. They will be cursed forever. They have sucked since they moved into Levi Stadium. They cursed themselves. Absolute disrespect. I mean, the New York Giants play in New Jersey. But have they always played New Jersey? No. How many years have they played in New Jersey? Since the 70s? That's my point. The Niners always played at Candlestick. Yeah. Well, f- they've won four Super Bowls since. You guys aren't listening to me. They've they've played there since the seventies. But I'm saying you, the po- my my point is that like if you the claim of you know abandoning, like they abandoned the f- the full state that they played in. Well, hold on. Let me, let me mic you up. So, with that logic, then does that mean? Once the Raiders move to Vegas, we'll finally become good again. I, I don't even know where to get go with your Raiders. I mean, first of all, Aaron, we'll we'll get to the AFC West. All right, <laughs> I'm just excited. <laughs> we'll we'll get to the AFC West and why hard, this was the worst hard knocks in the history of hard knocks. Uh, let let me go over the win totals briefly. Again, these are the predictions as of today, actually. Rams over under is ooh it dropped. Oh no, it stayed the same. Ten and a half over. I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say eleven games. I think the Rams win eleven games as well. All right. So continuing with the division, Seahawks is eight and a half. I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say over as well. I think they're a nine win team. Niners is eight. I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say oh, it's eight even. Eight even. Yeah, I'm going to say under, although I could see the Niners going 8-8. Eight and eight. And lastly... It's tough, tough for them to go 8-8 eight and eight in that division, though. But they could. But the, I'm going to go under. The Cardinals is five wins. I'm going I'm, under. I'm also going to go gonna under. going to go four. But, again, it really... I think the Cardinals will have games... I think the Cardinals will be one of those stories where they go... Wow. We're about to get to your Raiders. You see this? Uh, we, uh, I think, I think the Cardinals will be one of those teams where they they win four games, but they like they play the Rams to a fucking field goal at the end of a game and lose, and they play Seattle to a field goal at the end of both games and lose. Like, I think that they'll be like, people are going to be turned for the Cardinals next year. They're going to be like, people are turned right now. Uh, yeah, well, the people, those people are. I mean, those people maybe they're dumb but excited for they're, Kyler Murray. I, that's what I mean. People are excited to watch Kyler Murray. Okay, a couple quick questions before we move on. Or just actually just one question. Does Todd Gurley rush for 1,000 rushing yards? Yes. You think he does still? Yeah. Even though there's this lingering injury? Yeah. 1,000 yards is not that many yards anymore with the way offenses are. Yeah, I, I think he absolutely rushes. I'm going to say no. Wow. I'm going to say he's seriously injured. That contract is a disaster at this point. This is why you don't pay these guys that much, in my opinion, as a running back. We'll get to the Zeke deal. That's why I think it's a, it's a terrible deal. I think Gurley is injured. I don't think he rushes for 1,000 well, yards. you and OJ are on different pages here, huh? What's OJ saying? Your boy is all about pay the running backs. Pay the running backs. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they should. 
not that kind of money. It's just their body goes through too much. I think Gurley. OJ's uh, OJ's argument. By the way, I can't believe you didn't see this. You're Mr. OJ. I can't believe you don't have like his tweets pinned on your account. I can't believe you didn't find like a hacker that was made able for you to pin somebody else's tweet on your account. Uh, his argument is that they're getting paid less than wide receivers, but a lot of them are catching like literally a hundred balls a year. And how do you how do you give McCaffrey and Kamara and Barkley and Gurley and Zeke? Uh, less money than you give a wide receiver when they're not only rushing for a thousand yards, but some of them are catching more balls than their leading receivers. Who gave the juice that idea? Because it makes too much logical sense. I mean, that was the thing to come out from O.J. Simpson. Yeah, who a hundred percent has CTE. Maybe his wife and a waiter deserve to die because O.J. <laughs> he's he's fucking he nailed one. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, we have to jump to the AFC West. Okay. We have to jump across. We're going to across the conferences. Because before we get to – I like that you put your NFL preview questions. You've got a bunch of questions. But before we get to the question of, which I see you have there, more receiving yards, OBJ or AB, AB or Juju, breaking news, Raiders reportedly planning to suspend Antonio Brown after incident between wide receiver and GM Mike Mayock. The Oakland Raiders probably regret their investment into Antonio Brown already, given that the team is planning to dis- to suspend their star wide receiver before the season even begins after he got into some kind of incident slash altercation slash heated argument with GM Mike Mayock. If you watch Hard Knocks, Mike Mayock is the GM. They, they didn't show that at all on the show. Uh, you would have think that John Gruden was the GM. Uh, Brown was recently fined by the Raiders for missing practice, which he tweeted his letter yesterday. Instagrammed it, yeah. Instagrammed his letter and uh, would be has behaved in a manner that would qualify as conduct detrimental to the team. So there's no length of the suspension yet. Uh, this is the reporter's words here, as noted, as I noted on Twitter at the time and was in the process of writing when this news broke. The language in that letter could absolutely be a setup to suspend Brown for up to four games and avoid the guarantees in his contract. Read it. Mayock is telling Brown that the future behavior could create a situation in which the Raiders use language in their team policy and in the CBA to take action against Brown. Well, that's going to affect some of the questions I posted on here. Sure. The Raiders are a disaster. Aaron, I, I, th- I think you want to hop It's time for Aaron to jump in. Aaron, your team is on hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Your team is moving to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Your team has hired John Gruden in some sort of weird PR stunt slash, you know, he's a pitch man. It's almost like. You know, they hired Dave Thomas from Wendy's to be their fucking head coach. It's like a marketing campaign slash a TV show. I don't know what the fuck. And then the TV show, it like it's literally like they hired a guy just to be on a TV show as a marketing campaign for the Vegas Raiders. And then they made that TV show, and that TV show fucking sucked. Knock on fake wood if you're with me. <laughs> I think, I mean... The knock on wood thing, at least, is something we got from Hard Knocks this season. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I can say we all gained from that. Outside of that, yeah, He's it's, like, it's man, hard to find the not, positives. Do you hate wearing condoms? Knock on wood. <laughs> Who likes ice cream? I was knock the, on wood. I did a. I was at the Laugh Factory on uh, Friday of last week, and I did. I did my Latino 
back window joke, which I always do when I go to Long Beach because there's so many Latinos down there. Yeah. That obviously ends with the Raiders joke. And then I was like, knock on wood if you're with me. And like literally the one dude in the place who had fucking seen hard knocks like fell out of his chair and was laying on the floor like having cardiac arrest and everybody else was like what the fuck are you so, talking so mexicans about? aren't watching hard knocks no no one's watching hard knocks but the one fucking nerdy white dude before we get to ab i want to say if you're gonna agree to do hard knocks or if the nfl forces it on you however it works you have to have the gm you have to have guys getting cut this was such a bad season I am going to argue that it is the second worst production in the history of HBO as a network behind girls. <laughs> That's a fucking high bar. There's been some bad shit on HBO. It wasn't they didn't get anything. All the stories they played up, the guys got cut and we never saw it. So, the would you say that the two biggest stories are these not the the Three biggest stories in Hard Knocks was Keelan Doss, the fucking African linebacker, and Antonio Brown. They basically avoid the Antonio Brown situation by not having their GM talk whatsoever and having John Gruden just be like, I love the guy. He's just so great. He's just the best. Just can't wait for him to get here. Just can't wait. Can't wait for him to show up. Can't wait for him to show up. He's suspended. Can't wait for him. Can't wait for him to just get here. That they Keelan Doss, local boy turned good. They eventually cut him, don't show it. And the fucking linebacker, they cut him and don't show it. And then fucking Nathan Peterman. And and then the other storyline, the Nathan Peterman Glennon QB controversy. They keep both of them and get a fourth quarterback. Go home, John Gruden. You're fucking drunk. On fucking Coronas or whatever the fuck commercial you're doing. He's drunk on fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. This Antonio Brown situation is a disaster. It's a complete and utter disaster for them. Who's he throwing the ball? Maybe they need Keelan Doss now. Who who are you throwing the ball to? Well, Keelan Doss is off to the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who are you throwing the ball to? Luke Wilson. Cut. That was another one. Who's he throwing the ball to? The Raiders? Who's Hunt- he throwing the ball to? Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Have you seen his hands? Guy drops nothing. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. Beast. And, and the tight end who fucking uh, is a drug uh, addict? Tyrell Williams. Also a beast. 6'4". Deep threat. Um, who? J.J. Nelson. You're just naming random Speedster. black guys. Ryan Grant. I'm naming the, the Raiders wide receiver roster. Yeah. The- Ryan Grant. Hunter Renfro. Ryan Tyrell Grant Williams. has done our podcast. Two can't, times. Can't be stopped. Is, is, is it the former Packer, Ryan Grant, or is it... Former, uh, former Colts. Yeah, I know. I'm just messing and with And then uh, Josh Jacobs in the backfield, and then arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, Derek Carr. Dude, they need... Aaron, stop <laughs> it. They need... I like that Aaron's trolling you, and it's working. <laughs> they need Antonio Brown so badly. Like, I'm looking right now, and I don't know if this affects the Antonio Brown news, but the over-under wins for the Oakland Raiders is six. I'm riding a hard under. Uh, who's their defense? Yeah. Dude, they're, they're relying on the— I'm, ro- I'm going under. I'm going under. I've, I've said this. I'm going under because I'm going under for the same reason I went Bill O'Brien under. 
The same reason I went fucking Tiva's under. I think I like John Gruden as a person. I think he's a fucking great dude. He's a grinder. See, seems like a fun guy. But if Hard Knocks told me one thing, it's that there's no one in control of this football team. Nobody. John Gruden is friends with everybody. I didn't see him fucking get pissed off one time. The, well, that's not true. He he's hot and cold. He gets pissed off, then he's your buddy. That's the, how that's how he coached. Yeah, but I didn't see him like fucking like he got pissed off at he got pissed off at Keelan Dawson that last episode for not catching the ball, and then he takes a fucking shot at Mayock about like get let's get a receivers who can catch. Like I haven't seen him fucking go like this is bullshit. You guys are fucking trash. This is why we were fucking four and twelve last year or whatever the fuck they were. Uh, I'm out on I'm out on the organization. I think you you, you got they better go to Vegas and they better come up with a fucking new pl- strategy. And they I to me the Raiders just don't have they don't have a persona right now. That hard knocks like almost. The the thing about Mayock and and the the way they didn't show that many guys, it's like I almost feel like everybody involved in the Raiders organization, with the exception of John Gruden, was just like afraid to have a spotlight on them because they're afraid of what they're doing and they're yeah. afraid of what they're about. It's like, what are you hiding? Well, I'm hiding that I'm a fucking giant fraud. Is well, what I'm hiding. Well, I'm gonna ride hard, like I said, on that. Under six wins. It's in a tough division. You know, four games alone between the Chargers and the Chiefs. Broncos will be improved. I was just going to say the Broncos are going to be better. So they're going to be my doormat of the AFC West. I think the Broncos are going to be better, like we were just saying. Flacco's an upgrade, the QB situation. Yep. I'm worried about the Chargers, though. Everybody's riding high on the Chargers. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Are you guys both taking the under on the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. It's outright disrespectful. <laughs> I I know the... Go home, White Claw. I know you're drunk. The Antonio Brown saga uh, has been a distraction and, and might lead people to believe that the Raiders are maybe... Are you, are you just trolling a, right now? Be a, no. Be, be no, honest. Are going to be a disaster this season. Uh but I stand by my take from a couple weeks ago. I originally said 23-0, and 0, uh, but they did have that preseason loss. They've got that out of their system. They're now going 22-1. and He's 1. trolling. Yeah. Raiders Super Bowl 2019. Here we come. The dynasty starts Monday night. See you there. I mean, serious question, Joe, though? <laughs> I'd like to shut off his microphone. I can't handle this right now. Of those division games, how many do they win? Of those six division games? I mean... The AFC West is, you know, the I, I think the divisions, the AFC West, the NFC North, the NFC East, those are the three divisions in football where literally fucking anything can happen on any given week. There's so much history. There's so much bad blood. There's so much, like, like, like rivalry isn't even a fair word in those three divisions. So I think anything can happen, but I think that they probably get, you know, they probably steal a win from the Broncos. And I, I, yeah, I think they win two division games. 
Straight disaster. But I'm glad that Hard Knocks, in the last three minutes of the episode, showed that they're moving to Las Vegas. It was horrific. The whole thing was horrific. Terribly produced. It, it was the worst produced. I, I mean, it's the worst HBO production. I think, and and I and I honestly think that this is uh, a telltale sign of what's happening in the NFL now. The NFL just like is is running themselves. They're running a. It's it's a it's like McDonald's. It's a. Business is always going to keep going up because people are just fucking eat it up. But that doesn't mean they're running things properly. You're saying basically it's uh, like McDonald's quantity over quality. Yeah, but it's just like it's just like McDonald's is always going to sell a million burgers, whether or not you go in and there's an automated touchscreen machine that doesn't work when you fucking touch it. And their milkshake machines always broken and blah, 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 blah. That's the NFL right now. Their milkshake machine is fucking broken. They they make a bunch of fucking dumb uninformed decisions and and this Raiders team and Raiders hard knocks is proof of that. Yeah, you have a premier player in the league. You have arguably the best receiver in the league for the last however many years. You've got him on the Raiders on a team moving to Las Vegas. It's an NFL production. Why are you not fucking doing something about Vegas? Why are you not forcing? The GM to talk about their star player. Why are you not prom- They did a horrible job promoting this team. I don't know. Every year, I feel like people watch Hard Knocks and they come out going like, I don't know, maybe the Texans are going to be good this year. Uh. If you watch Hard Knocks and you come out thinking the Raiders are going to be better than their win total, I, I don't know what the fuck you watched. I don't know who's running that chip. Well, let's move through. We got. I, I love Derek Carr. I love Derek Carr. I'm a Derek Carr. I, I'm a Derek Carr supporter. See, I don't. I get did that. not. I don't get that. I did not watch Hard Knocks. I don't feel better about being a Derek Carr slurper from watching Hard Knocks. I don't feel better about Antonio Brown. I don't feel better about Gruden. I don't fucking know a goddamn thing about anybody else on their team. I know he kept four quarterbacks. Three of them are fucking trash. Uh. All right, well, let's move on. Yeah. There's only so much we can say. The Raiders are going to suck. We both agree. But Hard Knocks has, has jumped the shark. Hard Knocks fucking sucks. I'm off Hard Knocks. Chiefs win the division? Yes. Chargers coming second again? I think the Broncos could be surprising, and I think the Chargers are going to fall off. I think that the I think the second place um, – in that division will be up for grabs between those two teams. Although I don't necessarily think that means that the Broncos are me. Like I think it could be, I think it could be a, a matter of who goes ten and six and who goes nine and seven. Does Melvin Gordon play this year for the Chargers? Yes. You say yes. Yeah. I think he would be stupid not to. The way these people are getting handed out money, I understand. Like I, I understand that the problem is that. Uh, he sees Zeke get this money, and he sees Gurley get this money, and he sees all these people get this money, and he wants the money. But, like, at some point, somebody's going to need to tell him the buck stops somewhere. Not every team can give their running back the net, the newest, highest-paid contract. And if I was his agent, obviously those guys want more money too. But it's like, okay, if you don't play for the Chargers, where do you go and get this money? Who's giving Melvin Gordon this deal that he wants from the Chargers that they're not giving him? 
I think you have a problem because you have a management and an ownership in the Spanos who are a, a bad ownership group, right? So you have like a tight, stingy family. It, it, it's kind of similar to the Cincinnati Bengals situation where, you know, it's been in the family for years. They're not going to budge. They're known as being stingy. We all know what happened leaving San Diego to head to L.A. That's another factor. The the Chargers, it's weird. The Chargers are still in this no-man's land where no one gives a shit. Yeah. They play in a 30,000 stadium, 30,000 capacity soccer stadium. Yeah, which gets filled by the other team every week. Yeah, which gets filled 60 to 70% by the other team. It's just a weird situation. And that's why I also beg the question, do they win a playoff game? I'm going to say no. Everyone's everyone's high on the Chargers. On paper, I think they're great. Even even, Take Gordon out of the game. Austin Eckler, he filled in great last year. You have a great quarterback. You have a great receiving core. You have a great young, talented defense. James is hurt. What's that? Derwin James is hurt. I still think, though, on paper, they're really good. They took a game from the Chiefs last year in Arrowhead. Yeah. They're a good team. I kind of bring it back to this whole, you talk about identity. Dude, you don't have an identity. You're in a city that doesn't give a shit about you. I think that ultimately affects the team. I'm going to say they don't want a playoff game. Their over-under for wins is nine and a half. Uh, I literally just said I think that the the second place behind the Chiefs in that division comes down to one team's going to be nine and seven, one team's going to be ten and six. And I think it's going to be... You know, I I think that's the way it's going to go. Like, uh, I don't – the thing about me and and picking these games and, like, I'll say this throughout the whole season two because people do hit me up and go, like, oh, who should I bet on? I'm not going to tell you – like, if I say I don't think the Chargers are going to go – I don't think the Chargers win 10 games, don't fucking – don't go blaying money on that because I think that – that's the right number. They're either going to win 10 or they're going to win 9. And I think the Broncos could win 9 or 10 games. I think that's what it, come, it comes down to. I will tell you when I fucking strongly f- feel something. And those are the ones that you're going to want to fucking throw some money on. So, yeah. Uh, if if you could bet on the Chargers not winning a playoff game, I would do that. But otherwise, stay away from the Chargers win total. Over under 9.5. Right. I'm saying I don't know, but gotcha. it's going to be right in there. It's okay. going to be nine or ten wins. So I think well, Vegas nailed it. I think what we should do is we should go to. We keep saying this. We still haven't gone to a game at the. I don't even know what it's called anymore. The stadium they play in. It keeps changing names. SeatGeek Arena. It should be. Yeah. Because we're going to get our tickets on SeatGeek. The Figs Foundation Field. Yes. Figs Field at Carson. Yes. But I was looking. They finally actually gave the Chargers up. They haven't done this yet since they moved to L.A. They gave them a primetime Sunday night football game. Wow. When is that? It's December 15th against the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Why don't we hop on SeatGeek, Joe? We have more than enough time. December 15th. Of all the games, all the Vikings games, I mean, I can can I make a suggestion? Otherwise, go for it. I think we go watch Aaron's Raiders when they come to town with Aaron. That would be the next week, December twenty second, right before Christmas. Merry Christmas, twerks. 
You want to go see the Raiders play in SeatGeek Arena at Figs Field? Yeah, I'd love that. Right, right for my, uh, my birthday, too. So let's Right do after it. your birthday? Right before. Right before. When's, When's your birthday? birthday? Uh, December 30th. So. Are you a Sagittarius? Uh, Capricorn. Okay, we're not yeah. friends anymore. I thought we were almost <laughs> the same sign. Not that I know anything about that. Dirtballs, if you want to join Joe, Twerks, and myself to see the Raiders against the Chargers December 22nd, get those tickets on SeatGeek because SeatGeek will even give you $10 off on your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. So download the SeatGeek app today and use promo code DIRTY. That's D-I-R-T-Y for $10 off on your first purchase. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. And that applies for any NFL or college football games or any tickets for any live events. Okay. What's up, Aaron? I kind of like this bet idea in the comments here. If Prano loses the bet, he should go to the Raiders game dressed in spiked shoulder pads. Well, the bet would still be going on because it's still regular season. Yeah. Get back to work, Torks. Who's, whose idea was that? Uh, Zach how, how many years has he listened to the show? <laughs> like, dude. I mean, I don't he, think this is a matter of time. He's just drunk. Anyway. Okay. Let's go through the over-under totals briefly. Chiefs 10 and a half, I'm saying over. Yeah. I and and this one like I don't know, I don't know what the how yeah I'm pounding the over I might actually bet that over Broncos seven I'm saying over I'm saying over as well, and that's the division. Okay, are we gonna bounce then back to the NFC? Are we just sure, back yeah, and forth? Yeah. However you want to do it. I I kind of like let it. I was letting it go down this. Uh, I was kind of letting your NFL preview questions and all that lead us to where we're going. Why don't we go? Uh, why don't why don't we go to your NFL f- next top story or whatever? Like let's let's just NFC East. Sure, let's NFC do it. East. Zeke got paid. He's eating. Yep. Fifty million guaranteed. Ninety million total. The highest ever for a running back. I don't like it. I've said it. I love it. I I I just don't understand where, where are you gonna get all this money. Well. I think that the the difference here between Goff and the difference here between you know a, a couple of the other guys is Zeke got what the market demands for his position and where he is in that position, uh, and also if you're Zeke or if you're Gurley or if you're any of these running backs, like unlike Brady, unlike the quarterbacks who they're going to stick with you as long as you're, you know, the best man for the job and they're going to whatever. Uh, a running back can't really negotiate a team-friendly deal. He's not going to get any of the – he's not going to get any of the praise if the team's great and he's not going to get any of the fucking heat if the team's bad. He's just a running back. So, like, in terms of w- what Zeke did here, it's like, okay – well, Zeke's one of the best running backs in the league. This is what the running back market is, and this is what he got. Now, again, as a Giants fan, pay the man his money. I'm very excited that this guy got but it. Let me say this about paying these guys. The Le'Veon Bell thing was an interesting indicator of how it could possibly play out if you have a good offensive line, 
which the Pittsburgh Steelers do, which also the Dallas Cowboys do. James Conner had a good year last year. Very good year. Now, we recently had Sean Merriman on the show, and Sean said he thinks Le'Veon would get them an additional one to two wins, which I think is an interesting point, but it's also up for debate. My argument would be this. If I'm an owner of an NFL team, and a guy like Ezekiel Elliott or Melvin Gordon wants that money, I say this. Let's see how it plays out the first few games. If the Cowboys start 0-2, shit, we got to pay Zeke. If they start out 2-0, my point is you don't have much to lose well, you by, do. You by do. seeing it play out. Well, you do, though, because the Pittsburgh Steelers missed the playoffs by a game last year. And in every NFL season, a team misses the playoffs by a game. And then if you look at— But Connor also had a great year. Okay. And they missed the playoffs. My point is, and this, that that that's why I'm saying it's up for debate. Does Le'Veon Bell get them to the playoffs last year? I don't know. Maybe, but you don't think but you can't say that concretely, and that's my point with these running backs. But you can say concretely, Le'Veon Bell's way better than Connor, right? Yeah, he's a lot better. Yeah. So, look, I think, I think that you're talking about again. The, it's it's a value situation. Making Kirk Cousins the highest paid quarterback in football, you should be fired from your job. You should be dragged behind a car. Uh, you should be dragged behind a car to a firing squad. You should be strung up in front of that firing squad, and then some a, little shit. And then right a here. number of people should shoot you in the face with high powered rifles. Okay. Because Kirk Cousins is the fucking 19th best quarterback in football, and you're paying him the most. So go home, Minnesota Vikings. Not only are you drunk, you're drunk, and you're dumb, and you suck. Fuck the Vikings. Kill yourselves. What is wrong with you? Ezekiel Elliott is the highest paid running back and is arguably the best running back. Do I think he's the best running back? No. Uh, but he's arguably the best running back. People would argue that. No one's arguing Jared Goff is the best quarterback in the NFL. No one. No one's arguing it. Jared Goff's not arguing it. Rams fans aren't arguing it. No one's arguing it. If you think Jared Goff is better than fucking Aaron Rodgers, I, I mean, am I allowed to say this on YouTube? Slit your fucking wrists. Because you've wasted your point. You've wasted. You already talked. You just talked about the. The firing squad, so I think we were past I'm that. just saying, like, if you're somebody who's listening to this show or watching this show, you're a sports fan. You spent moments of your life watching football. You're wasting your life if you think Jared Goff deserves more money than Aaron Rodgers. So, again, Zeke, I'm stoked that they fucking give him a ton of money guaranteed. I'm a Giants fan. The value of running back's position is up for grabs, but it's way more defendable than some of these other deals that have been handed out. Way more. I'm not going to deny that. I just I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Like it's not just him. I wouldn't give Gurley also, his deal. Also, All the, these guys are overpaid. You're also Jerry Jones. You're the Cowboys. You're on your own merch deal. He's your signature player. Blah 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 blah. The 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 true test for the Cowboys will be 
when Dak is up for it. Because if they make Dak the highest paid quarterback or if they give Dak Goff money or if they give Dak Kirk Cousins money when Dak isn't a fucking top 10 quarterback in the NFL, that's when you're like, okay, what the fuck are you doing? Maybe they've paid Zeke first as a way to negotiate with Dak. How do we pay anybody? Also, if you're Dak again, why do you want this money when you can go the Tom Brady route, take a little bit less, have a better offensive line, have a better defense, in turn have more team success, therefore being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys longer instead of getting cut three years into your deal and having to go to the fucking Raiders. But my argument is this. Dude, you're giving Zeke six years. Yeah. That's ridiculous. No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to give her. This but you a, have to do it, or else you don't have a running back. It, it's just I just don't understand this idea to give a guy who takes that much punishment, especially now that they are catching passes. Like six years, mark my words right now, Ezekiel Elliott will not be on the Cowboys in six years. He will not. These guys go through so much. These guys put their bodies through so much at that position. They take such a pounding week in and week out. Can he perform at this high level? It's so hard. You just don't see it anymore. You do not see it anymore. Like Adrian Peterson is an anomaly at this point for how long he's played in the league at such a, such a high, consistent level. You just don't see it. But they do have Zeke. They do have Amari Cooper. They do have a great offensive line. They got a pretty good defense. They're going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be that tough to beat, though. I still think they have massive holes. I think their defense is not as good as they played last year. I said that um, throughout the year. I said that their defense was overrated. I think that the best teams in the league will show that. I think that the Rams proved that in the playoff game that they had against them. I think that the Eagles from a uh, roster are the best team in the NFC East. I think that they, um, I think that the, I think the Cowboys are overrated as a, as a roster. I think the Cowboys are overrated in terms of what people think that their ceiling is. And I think that the Cowboys are going to be fine and in the hunt for a wild card, but I don't see them, like, if I could bet on the Cowboys not winning a playoff game, I'll do it right now. Over-under is nine wins currently. I, I, like, I'm not touching it. If you force me to bet on it, I'd bet. I'm not betting over. I'll, I'll put it that way. I'm going to bet over. Okay. The over-under on the Philadelphia Eagles is 10. I If I had to bet on that, I'd bet over. I, th- I could see the NFC East being 11 wins, nine wins, eight wins, and then the fucking Redskins. Like, I could see – and that, that, that'll that honestly be my prediction. I think the Eagles win 11 games, the Cowboys win nine, the Giants win eight, and the the Washington Redskins are going to be bad, and I think they win five games. Carson Wentz, does he start all 16 games? I'm going to say no. No. I'm not rooting – I'm – I – I hate Philadelphia. I hate the human beings who live in Philadelphia. I hate everything about your city except for the cheesesteaks. And honestly, uh, I I have my picture on the wall at a cheesesteak place that was full of racists. So, like, I almost hate it. But, like, uh, I love the cheesesteaks there. I hate everything about your city. I hate all that. I'm not rooting for Carson Wentz to get injured. It's not Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz went to fucking North Dakota State or whatever. It's not his fault that he got drafted by a cesspool of a city filled with human garbage that like 
you know, then procreates with other human garbage to make superhuman <laughs> garbage to make. This is like generations of garbage. Like it's evolution at its finest. It's like garbage, fucking garbage, fucking garbage, having garbage, fucking garbage, 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 garbage. It's just like a garbage pile. They're they're they are a they are a city landfill. They're human landfill. They just keep piling garbage humans on top of garbage humans. They are a city that is a human landfill. Um, that being said, not because I have any ill will toward Carson Wentz himself, but Carson Wentz has fucking health issues. Yeah. I think the way I, – I think that the Philadelphia Eagles have the best roster. I still think – with the Super Bowl, their coach is overrated. I still think he makes reckless decisions that all that that cost them multiple games a year before they won the Super Bowl, cost them multiple games a year after they won the Super Bowl. But let's be honest, he it's happened to every good gambler, or it's happened to every consistent gambler ever. The guy had a hot streak. He was hitting every fucking blackjack hand for a whole fucking season. They won the Super Bowl, I think. Their coach is overrated. I think Carson Wentz is injury prone. I still think the Eagles win the division. I still think they win eleven games. Uh, but I, I don't like their chances with Nate Sudfeld in a playoff game or whoever. God knows, and Nate Sudfeld's fucking hurt. I think that one of the dumbest and most reckless decisions ever was not finding a way to keep Nick Foles or some sort of competent backup going all in on a guy who has yet to finish a full NFL season. To me, seems dumb. You're going to run the spread option with that quarterback who has injury problems. I don't know why you're going to put your quarterback in position to get hit when you have a great offensive line and don't need him to get hit. I think Carson Wentz is incredibly talented. I think, again, they have the single best roster in the NFC East, and they will win the division. But if if you're asking me to bet on the Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl, I wouldn't do it at any odds. Okay. Andy Ruther prediction right here. Coming in hot. I don't wish injuries at all. Carson Wentz suffers another serious injury. They completely fall off. They have no backup. They come in third in the division. The Cowboys win the NFC East. I feel like uh, I feel like fucking Chris Farley in the Schmitz Gay commercial. Like, oh, I'm coming in even hotter. The Giants surprise everybody and finish with with a winning record. I think that people are. Your O-line has improved. Grossly underestimating Correct. the Giants. Am I wrong on this? Yeah, the Giants. Well, the thing about the Giants O-line is the Giants O-line couldn't not improve. It couldn't have gotten any worse. Yeah, it couldn't have gotten any worse. Um, you have to say, dude, what's crazy about all this shit with Zeke, we talk about Melvin Gordon. Dude, I, I'm telling you, like nobody's even talking about Saquon Barkley in his second year. What, uh, yeah. What he did with his first year was lead... The entire NFL, am I correct, in total yards? Yeah. Yards from scrimmage. Yeah. No one's even talking about this. He's only going to get better. Saquon Barkley is the best running back in the NFL. I don't even think it's an argument. That's not even being a Giants homer. I would say that if he was on the fucking Browns. I would say that if he was on the Saints. I would say that if he was on the fucking Cowboys. Honestly, I probably said it about Ezekiel Elliott a couple years ago, and if Ezekiel Elliott had the fucking game-breaking ability that Saquon Barkley had, if Ezekiel Elliott had Ezekiel Elliott's stats and four 70-yard touchdowns last year, he'd be the best running back in the NFL. He's not. Saquon Barkley is the best running back in the NFL. I think the Giants are being grossly underrated for a number of reasons. One, because— It's the Eli hate. It's the Eli hate. I think—I think, I, like— 
I'm never going to fucking understand it. Uh, it's it's the... You know what your over-under is right now? the NFL's equivalent of LeBron James, not in terms of how talented he is, but in, in, in terms of just the blind hatred of somebody that no one can justify. Your over-under is six wins. I'm going to hit that hard over the New York Giants. Like I said, I'm predicting a winning record. I'm predicting eight and eight for the New York Giants. Cowboys, I'm taking the over. Which is, what's their over under? Nine. The Eagles is ten. I'm telling you. Ruther predicts. I'm taking the Eagles over ten. Under. I'm taking, I'm staying away from the Cowboys. I'm taking the Giants over uh, six. And what are the skins? Six as well? Six. I'm going I'm, under. I'm going under on the skins. Um, so. Everybody's what, on the skins. So like what's your prediction? A, a my, my prediction is this. Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. I'm going Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins, but I actually think that, and to answer your question, does Eli start all 16 games? I don't know, but it's, I would say unlikely, but I could see Eli starting 14 or 15 games. When I say that, I say I think the Giants are going to be better than people think they are. And I'm not the I'm not predicting a winning season. I'm predicting eight and eight. But when I predict that from the Giants, it's like again a game here or a game there. I think that there's a potential of it being a nine and seven Cowboys team and an eight and eight Giants team. And we've seen the Giants win nine games and go to the playoffs. And and like that's a division where I just. I'm, I just do not believe in a 14 and two Eagles team. I don't believe in a 13 and three Eagles team. I don't believe in an 11 win Cowboys team or a 12 win Cowboys team. I just don't see it. I think that division is going to beat each other up like they always have. Yeah. And the most competitive and most successful division in the history of the NFL, inarguably, the most Super Bowls, the most Super Bowl appearances, all of the things. Um, and look, are do are are some people going to tell me? Oh, you're a Giants homer for putting him eight and eight. Maybe could I see them being better than eight and eight? Yes. Could I see them being worse than eight and eight? Yes. I the the one thing about the Giants is like the Giants have never been a team that goes eight and eight. They just never. They just aren't really that team. They'll go nine and seven and they'll go fucking four and twelve, but they won't go eight. And eight. I think this is the year that they do. Um, but I think good things to come. Uh, for the New York Giants moving forward. I think that they will be surprisingly good. Right. And I think the reason Eli will start 14 or 15 or potentially 16 games is because Eli Manning is going to start games for the New York Giants until they are not in playoff contention, and I think that could be into the late weeks of December. Well, we have a lot to cover, Joe. We also have to make our predictions for this week's spread, so we've got a lot to get through. Before we do that— and The NFL preview show, bro. Let's go. I want to discuss the dirtball Colin who came to the live show on Monday. Yeah. Because he's an Eagles fan. Right. Absolute savage. Drank like nine beers and over the course of the show. Was rolling blunts. So, took three pisses. Took, took a shit. I, that's what I want to discuss. So a lot of people have questions. If you want to watch the show live in the Smart Studio, it's 100 bucks. It's pretty simple. Some people have asked. The, uh, the going rate, as I claimed originally is a crisp $100 bill. 
We've already bent the rules for some people. Venmo in here, Venmo in there. If you want to, if you want to come proper, you show up with a crisp one hundred dollar bill. So Colin the other day drinks about nine beers in the span of like. First he comes in a fucking Ben Simmons Philadelphia Sixers jersey. He's rolling with Bud Light, like a the savage piece of Philadelphia trash that he is. He's here <laughs> drinking fucking water. He's showing up drinking piss water. He's just rolling blood after I, blood. Honestly, he. I would. No, he's a nice kid. I like. A, it. Yeah, he's a nice kid. I would have rather he showed up wearing Carson Wentz skin than showing up with a six pack of Bud Light. I took it as a slap in the face. But what I loved is you leave. I'm cleaning up, you know, folding up the camera stuff and the the lights. And he goes, "I'm sorry, but I really gotta take a shit." This dude goes in the bathroom and just leaves a fucking wah wah hoagie in there. I can hear him exploding. Like, it's that loud. And then he takes off. So, guys. You can take the boy out of Philly, but you can't take the Philly out of the boy. If you want to take a dump in my bathroom, it only costs you 100 bucks. That's the way I look at it. It's total Philly savage. And RIP your quarterback, bro. Oh, uh, Wentz. I'm putting the Ruther. You, you know, I'm just putting it I out know, there. That, 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 that's my big fear with all the predictions is, like, now I feel like the – Eagles do go 15-1 and one because the Ruther stink has been put on them. And, like, Carson Wentz never misses a game for the rest of his career. The Eagles win the Super Bowl. I would have rather you pick the e – I was like – you were like, here I go. And I was like, all right, pick the Eagles to fucking be undefeated. Let's uh, let's move NFC – I'm sorry, AFC East. Okay. Let's just bounce from division-to-division uh, division across the conferences. Okay, the Patriots win the division. Yeah. What else do we got to say? They're over, what, 11 games? Over-unders 11. I'm going to go over. The Patriots win more than 11 wins. They won 11 last year. Yeah. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go I'm gonna go over as well. Who's second on that list? The Jets? The Jets are at 7.5. I'm going to go Jets over as well. I think the entirety of New York City goes 8-8. Eight and eight. I'm going to go over as well on the Jets. The Buffalo Bills are 7. I'm going to say push. I'm going to say under. Okay. And the Miami Dolphins are four and a half. I'm going to go under. That's tough. I'm going to stay away from that, although if I had to, I'd go under. <laughs> the Fitz magic. Don't bet the under. I'm staying away from the under with the fucking the magician, El Mago. Under. They don't win more than four and a half games. No way. So you're, you're really going to be kicking yourself for that one when they're 3-0 and and he's thrown for 4,000 yards in three games. I'm not too worried. Are they going to win those games? I don't know. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but because of interest rates, Mac Knob now owes us uh, $4,000. Yeah. Uh Return oh. of the Mac. <laughs> which, which which number is greater? The number of yards uh, that Ryan Fitzpatrick will throw for <laughs> as a Miami Dolphin this year or the amount of money that Mac legitimately owes us with interest? That's a good question. What was that fixed interest rate at? Well, no, it was probably like... It was $1,000, and yeah. that was two seasons ago. Yeah, for a guy... For a guy that was a college kid with, uh, you know, almost no credit, he's probably probably like 20-something percent. 
He owes us another. He know he owes us at least another seven eight hundred bucks. For anyone who doesn't know, we don't do bets with dirt balls because two years ago, when the Dolphins signed Jay Cutler, dirt ball named Mac wanted to bet us a thousand dollars that the Dolphins would win ten games under Jay Cutler. I believe they won six games that year, amongst other reasons. Yeah, not to mention that, you know. He who, he, shall, not he who shall not be named still thinks that Tyrod Taylor is starting for the Cleveland Browns this year. You know, you know where he's backing up, by the way. No, he's uh, he's in Cleveland. He's no, he's not. He's in Cleveland. The only reason he's not playing is because he's got hurt. He's actually Philip Rivers' backup. Good luck to the Chargers. Tyrod Taylor fucking. Well, luckily stinks. Rivers doesn't get hurt. Yeah. All right, so we basically agree. You know, there's not much to say about that division. We both think the Jets do, improve. Do you think the Jets compete? Do you think the Jets com- compete for a playoff spot? No, I do not. I mean, eight I, and eight, if if the Jets go eight and eight, do you think that's competing? Well, it's compete right. Ten wins will probably get you in. Yeah, right. You're not on the Jets bandwagon with Darnold no. and Le'Veon Bell. I'm and- not. Le'Veon Bell obviously is is a. I'll be curious to see how Le'Veon uh, plays. What do you think the Jets' record in their division is? You think they sweep the Dolphins? Yeah. You think they sweep the Bills? No. You think they steal a win from the Patriots? They always play the Patriots tough. Yeah. I think it's uh, three and three. Okay. You think they split with the Bills and they sweep the Dolphins and they get swept by the Pats? Yeah. I'm still not on Darnold yet. We'll see. Darnold was turnover prone at SC, which, again, I don't understand when a guy's turnover prone in college. I think it's going to change in, in the NFL. I was reading something saying, oh, he played so great late. Dude, they're talking about those last three games. Yeah. I'm not sold on Darnold either. Um, I think he's f- fine. And, you know, it. like this is the big test. You're improving the team around Darnold. Uh, I just like there's so many of the young quarterbacks that if you ask me, I'm taking before Darnold um, that like, great. If if you want to be sold on Darnold, be sold on Darnold. But like you're sold on Darnold, what, four years from now, he's the 12th best quarterback in the NFL. OK, I'm sold on him. But like four years from now, when when the the elite class, the like the Hall of Fame gang all leave. Is Darnold, you know, is Darnold better than Baker Mayfield? Is Darnold better than Pat Mahomes? Is Darnold better than... Well, obviously, we'll see. Yeah. Is Darnold better than Trubisky? Is Darnold better than Daniel Jones is going to be? Is Darnold better than... Like, there's a lot of young quarterbacks. Is is Darnold better than Goff? Is Darnold better than Goff? Right now? It's tough to say. Goff, again, is in a good situation. Is Darnold a medium pizza? Yeah. Maybe. You're not even sure you're giving him medium pizza status. It's just tough to tell after one year, man. Yeah. It's just so tough. I I think these guys have to play a few years. If there's one thing that the dirty sports in the business of, it's reckless quarterback ratings. So all I'm asking for you is, is Darnold a medium pizza? I like to see a guy play I mean, a few years. Are you actually going to take, is he a medium pizza? Like it's a serious football question? I am. And then go like, I am. It's, t- it's tough to tell if he's a medium pizza. 
Where are we talking? Papa John's? I mean, which brand are we saying? That's a great question. I think uh, I think I think Sam Darnold's a five dollar hot and ready. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that analysis. AFC South, NFC South. Where are we going, Joe? Let's go to the South. All right, let's let's go uh, down to the Bible Belt. Is that considered the South? The Bible Belt? Yeah, that would be the All Bible. Right, let's belt. go back to the NFC. Okay. Saints. Ten and a half over under for wins. I'm going over. I'm not on the Saints. I was not on the Saints last year. I was wrong. I'm not on the Saints. Uh, ten and a half in that division is tough. I'm actually going to go under. I'm going to go. I'm going to say the NFC South becomes the old NFC South, where no one there, there. There's no great team in the NFC South. Falcons are at eight and a half. I'm going over. Eight and a half on the Falcons. I'm going to go over. The Falcons just have such a porous defense, man. Yeah. Wasn't Dan Quinn a defensive guy? Yeah. I think that the Falcons uh, are a playoff team this year. They just need the defense. Literally, the offense last year played fine. Selling all of my Panthers stock. Okay. I don't own any Panthers stock, but I'm selling other people's Panthers stock. They're only projected at seven and a half. Yeah. I'm going under. 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 Down under. I think Cam Newton's career is winding down. I think that the guy has, you know, was a freak, is a freak athlete. And I I think he's the poster child for why you don't play your quarterback that style. But also, I think he's a poster child of, like, why you maybe don't get a quarterback that plays that style because it's the only way he's successful, but it's not a long-term strategy um, I think Cam Newton is a f- fine quarterback. But but I would disagree. It has worked long term. He's been in the league how many years? They have, I don't know, eight? My point is he's been in the league eight or nine years. They made it to a Super Bowl. He's made it to multiple playoffs. That's a long-term investment that's worked out eight-plus years. I, I mean, again, I'm going to say I'm, this has just become Joe Prano's, one of Joe Prano's stock lines for the NFL. It's a Super Bowl or bust league. If your goal for drafting a guy one overall is one Super Bowl appearance and not win with him getting severely criticized for effort in that game, I think that that's – I think you've wasted a number one pick. I disagree. Okay. How many number one pick quarterbacks have made it to the Super Bowl? I mean, that'd be an interesting stat to look up. I bet it's not that many. Well, off the top of our heads, right? Uh, Eli Manning's made it to the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning's made it to the Super Bowl, right? Uh, John Elway's made it to the Super Bowl. Who's the number one pick? Wasn't Elway the number one overall pick? I don't know. Uh, who else? I mean, who else is just in the in the league in the last few years. Carson Palmer didn't. Right. Um, there's been other – I feel like we're forgetting somebody. Tim Couch, no. Yeah. Just start looking at Browns quarterbacks. I'm just saying, like, that would be an interesting stat. If you looked up, let's say, the last 30 years of number one overall quarterbacks, how many actually made it to the Super Bowl? I bet it's five or under. Now, I don't know how many of the – quarterbacks were taking number one overall I don't know but I agree it's a major health concern 
Who plays longer, Cam Newton or Luke Keekley? Both severely injured players. Um, I think Cam Newton's probably more likely at the quarterback position to play in some regard longer. But I've said before, and I'll say it again, I think that the Carolina Panthers should be looking for a new quarterback. And this, I don't mean this in any sort of disrespect to Cam. I just don't think that this is how you should play. Are you riding the under? There's seven and a half. Yeah, I'm going under. I've sold all of my Panther stock. Christian McCaffrey is great. Love Christian McCaffrey. I, I like. I I just think Cam Newton. His like this. It's the ultimate. Like, oh well, what if he changes and becomes a pocket passer? Uh, like, Cam Newton is not a pocket passer. Will not be a pocket passer. Has shoulder injuries. Overthrows guys all the fucking time. He played a lot fun. better under North Turner last year, though. Great. Hey. Everybody wants to buy the Panthers stock. I'm selling it. Well, Come, you know make who me an offer. You know who I'm buying in that division as an improved team, and I'm going to take the over. They're at six and a half wins. The Bucks under here's, the Bucks. Here's why: Bruce Arians. I like him. Although he's not calling plays. Did you know this? I did not know it. Byron Leftwich. This will be his first year as the offensive coordinator. He's going to let Leftwich handle the play calling duties. I wish Byron Leftwich was calling the plays from the huddle and then I would be buying Tampa Bay Buccaneers stock Jameis Winston all-time bust another number one overall pick here's how I'm gonna go Saints Falcons Bucks Panthers so you've also so you're also out on the Panthers I'm out it starts this week they take a big L to the Rams at home I'm out on the Panthers yeah I think the Bucks improve the Bucks might win eight games this year. I'm going to go Falcons Saints. Ooh. Bucks Panthers. I just don't trust that Falcons defense. Matt Ryan, if you look at his numbers from last year, it was actually his second best year of his career outside of his MVP season. So right. he had a good year. The offense played well. Yeah. They just they couldn't stop anybody from scoring. Matt Ryan's another quarterback who I think is disrespected and by by people. He won an MVP. Yeah, I agree. He won an MVP, made a Super Bowl. Uh, I I do put I do the Rams put, win that Super Bowl if they have Matt Ryan. Yeah, and I do put a lot. Well, look, here's the thing: I do put a lot of that Super Bowl on Matt Ryan. I do, but I still think that being said, like that, you know, Matt Ryan could win a Super Bowl. Matt Ryan should have won a Super Bowl. Uh, I I I do put a lot of that loss on. Matt Ryan and the coaching staff of the Atlanta Falcons, but I also think Matt Ryan is disrespected when people start listing, you know, best quarterbacks in the NFL. It's like, what does the guy have to do? You know, he's he's been he's been consistently good for a long time. Yeah, consistently great for a long time. I look. I it, won't argue with that. Yeah, I won't argue I, with that. I don't know how high I'm drafting uh, Matt Ryan if I was given, you know. Uh, uh, a pick of all my quarterbacks in the league, but at the same time, and, and and by the way, this is we're we always do this, but like Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson, like to me, they're just like they're in the they're for sure in the same class of quarterback, and they're whatever. And yet every year, it's like oh Russell Wilson, blah blah blah, like everybody sucks his dick, and then everybody like to, you know kind of trashes Matt Ryan, and I'm like one guy's got a fucking MVP. I used to trash him. 
until that season. Changed my mind. I used to call him Andy Dalton, and he's not. Well, yeah, that's offensive. Yeah. Well, he's proven that he's not. Okay, so let's move to the AFC South. We have the Texans, the Colts, the Jaguars, and the, who else do we have? Texans, Colts, Jags, and the Titans. Yeah. I always forget Tennessee. Okay, so let's let's look at the over-under on this division. I think we've kind of made it clear who we like. The Texans are 8.5 over-under. The Jags are at 8. The Colts are at 7.5. So it's all very, very closely contested, and the Titans are also at eight. Wow. So basically, everybody's between seven and a half to eight and a half projected wins. Vegas thinks it's going to be another tightly contested division. I'm going with the Jags to win the division. I big fan of Nick Foles. I would have taken Nick Foles over Carson Wentz because of the injury situation. I think their defense, which was completely decimated with injuries last year, bounces back. I like the Jags to win the division. I like the Texans to finish second. The Colts third. And the Titans drop off to fourth. Um, I still like what the Titans are doing in terms of having a personality as a as a football team. I like Vrabel. I like their defense. I like Derrick Henry. I'm, I'm not a Mariota slurper, but I'm a Mariota supporter. I think that the Colts, simply because of the quarterback situation, go from potential Super Bowl contenders to six-win franchise. I think... Can I hop in here real quick? Are we undermining Frank Reich? Because he's a really good offensive coach. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, are we, as analysts, as people who watch this stuff, and everybody in general, are we all undermining what he did last year? Granted, he had Andrew Luck. He's a very good offensive coach. So they went from having what some people have referred to as the greatest quarterback prospect to come out of college since John Elway. Uh, Number one overall pick. Healthy. Offensive line. Defense. Running game. They won. Drumroll. Ten games last year. Let's not say that we're disrespecting Frank Reich because they went, they won 14 games last year, and now we're predicting they win six. I'm saying they won 10 games last year with an elite quarterback and are now replacing him with a career backup who, in my opinion, embarrassed himself in his one full season as a quarterback for the Colts. I... I'm not even fucking hating on Jacoby Brissett other than the fact to say he's not qualified to be a starter yeah. in the NFL. I'm saying they win six games. I'm saying You're riding that hard on that under, seven and a half. Six games. Wow. What are the other over-unders? Titans at eight. Jags at eight. And then we have the Texans at eight and a half. I'm going over... Again, on the Jags, I think they win the divisions, the division. The Texans, eight and a half. I'll go over. I, th- I, think, I think it'll go like this. I think the Jags go 10 and six. The Texans, nine and seven. 
Tennessee, maybe 8-8, eight and eight, and I, I think the Colts win seven games. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty similar to that. I'm, I'm back and forth. Like, I think the Texans are better, but it's just like a long – like, there's, the Texans are such a wild card because – God, it's tough. Like, basically everybody in this division, it's like, oh, is Fournette going to be healthy? Is it is the Jags defense going to be healthy? I'm going with uh, I'm going Jags nine and seven, Texans nine and seven, Titans eight and eight, Colts six and six, six and ten. Sorry. Man, that'd be a huge drop-off if they win six games. Not worth that money if that happens. They open up out here. The Colts at Chargers. At Chargers. Well, like, pull up the Colts. Pull up the Colts' stats. Or the Colts' uh, schedule. Schedule. Because I would love to... Here, here's their here's their schedule. Just let me just reel it off real quickly. So at, so so let's do it. Let's say, let's do it. Let's see if we can agree together. At Chargers, win or loss, L. At, agreed. At Titans, L. Versus Falcons at home, L. Versus Raiders at home, win. At Chiefs, L. Versus Texans at home, win. Ah, that's a tough one. Okay, just go go with your gut here. Okay, go. keep going. Versus Broncos at home, L. At Steelers, L. Versus Dolphins at home, win. Versus Jags at home, L. At Texans, L. Versus Titans, win. At Bucks, L. At Saints, L. Versus Panthers, win. At Jags, L. <laughs> you know how many wins that is? How many? Six. I give him six. Give him six. Okay. I, I could even see. I, I guess could, I'm more on your page than I thought. I could even see it being seven to, to give him an L against the Bucks, but. Okay. Fair enough. All right, moving on. NFC North. The Bears are the favorites. They also have the highest projected win total at nine. The Packers actually also have a nine-win projected total, and so do the Vikings. If you bet the Vikings win nine games, I don't know. What to, I, like the Viking, the, it's like the Vikings window has been slammed shut and then cocked. Has it? I fucking hate Kirk Cousins. I've hated Kirk Cousins forever. I'm so sad that Kirk Cousins is not on the Washington Redskins anymore at the fucking, you know, uh, franchise tag. I that was, was my favorite part of the NFC East. Well, three teams are projected to win nine games, and then the Lions are projected to win six and a half. On paper, the Green Bay Packers are winning the division simply because of Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy out, Packers division champ. Really? Yep. Dude, on paper, the Bears are the best team in that division. Okay. They return all, most of all their starters mm -hmm. on both offense and defense. Yep. On paper, the Packers no longer have Mike McCarthy, world's biggest boob behind Bill O'Brien as their coach. I'm going that the Packers 
improve simply because of Mike McCarthy gone. Vegas has them at nine. I have them at 11. I think the Packers win the division. And the Chicago Bears at nine. Chicago Bears, I think that I think that uh I think that division comes down to the final weekend. I'm going Packers 11 wins, Bears 10 wins, a Vikings. I I'm I'm trying to decide if the Vikings are behind the Lions. Vikings 7 and 9, Lions 6 and 10. All right. I'm going to go Bears, Packers, Vikings, Lions. I think the Bears win more than nine games. I think the Packers are going to push and go nine and seven. I think the Vikings go under nine wins. And the Detroit Lions, I think, win seven games. So I think they go over the six and a half. Uh, Quick preview to our Lions. Packers at Bears tonight. Chicago minus three and a half. Joey, no chill. Very first initial money line upset. Pick of the week. He's stealing mine. I was going to do that. Okay. You were like on the Bears on paper. Doesn't matter. I think they cover the spread. I'm saying money line pick of the week. Okay. I'm, by the way, I have a couple of fun money lines this week. All right. I, I, do, I do too. They're not all going to hit, but some of them are going to hit. I do too. I have a couple. Okay. AFC, AFC North? Let's go. Steelers, nine wins projected. Browns projected to win nine games. The Ravens, eight and a half. And the dumpster fire, Cincinnati Bengals, all the way down at six. I think the Bengals, under. Ravens, under. Steelers, under. Browns. No way. No fucking way. I said it. When they got Odell, I, I'm going to push. The Browns win nine games. The Steelers win the division. I'm going over. Brown, the, uh, Steelers are at nine and a half? They're, they're at nine. Okay. I'm going to say push at nine. Ravens, eight and a half. I'm going to go under. I think the Ravens win eight games. The Bengals are going to be awful. Definitely go under six. So I'm going Steelers, Browns, Ravens, Bengals. Browns, Steelers, Ravens, Bengals are I, Bengals might be the worst team in all of football. They'll be bad, and they don't have AJ Green the first few weeks. Yeah, uh, Bengals are going to be bad, bad, bad. Uh, Bengals need to I don't know change their uniforms, draft a new quarterback, leave Cincinnati, <laughs> get a new owner. <laughs> Bengals are Bengals are. Guess what, Joe? What? I'm pretty excited about this. The Bengals come to LA this year. And you're going uh, to the Rams. Yep. Wow. You're going to go. So you're going to go root against your old team. Yes. Going to go root against the Bengals. I think the Bang- the Bengals are bad, 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 bad. I think they're the bad, bad owned by the Leroy Browns. Uh, I think the <laughs> great reference. I think the Ravens fall off. I don't I just don't think you can run and now antiquated high school offense in the NFL and have success. Their defense is going to be good. They will be in games. They'll play a ton of close games, but I still like you know I just I didn't see the ability from Lamar Jackson to come into this year and suddenly be a guy who completely They're still going to run the ball. I think yeah. I, I think Lamar Jackson, the record for most rushing yards by a quarterback in a season is Michael Vick. I think he breaks it. 
Okay. I'm not saying that equates to wins. I, I think that equates to your quarterback getting hurt for sure. Uh, I hate this style of offense. I don't. Th I think if you can't complete 60% of your passes or close to it in the NFL, you may as well just punt on the season. I think the Ravens, simply on their quarterback situation, are going under. I uh, am not on the Steelers. I think the Steelers missed the playoffs for the second consecutive year, and I think the Browns go slightly over and win their division. I think it goes Browns, Steelers, Ravens. Do the Browns bad, bad, make bad, 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 Do bad. the Browns make the playoffs? Yes, I think, they, I think they win their division. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Browns do not make the playoffs. Now, I had on here, and this is before his suspension, more receiving yards, Odell Beckham Jr., Antonio Brown. I almost want to take that off the board because we don't know how many games A.B. is going to miss. Do yeah, we? Yeah, I'm going to go Odell more than A.B. I'm going to go Juju more than A.B. I'm going to go Juju more than Odell based on the – Lack of the sharing of the ball with yeah. the other receivers. But I think Odell's going to have a great year. And I think Odell will have more touchdowns than both those guys. Do you want to make some predictions or move into this week's lines? Uh, is that everybody? Is that all the divisions? It's all the divisions. What What are the – oh, let's do the lines. And then you're saying what? Predictions on the – Super Bowl, MVP. All right, fuck it. Let's bang them out. Predictions? Yeah. Well, Joe, before we do that, I just want to say it's a hot – Humid day down here in Venice Beach, but I couldn't feel more cool in my figs pants. I How comfortable are these? I got to say, I don't often stand for our sponsors, but when we first got, I'm just going to be completely honest here. When we first got the notice about figs, I was like, I don't even understand why is this, you know, uh, medical scrubs company. Do they think that a lot of nurses and doctors listen to the Dirty Sports Podcast? Take the scrubs thing out of it. These are just super comfortable pants. I am buying more figs on my own. I am buying my girlfriend a pair of figs. She's wearing my figs right now as she sleeps because they're so comfortable. I went to Montreal for Just for Last, and one of the other new faces said, What are those pants? And then Chappelle Lacey went and bought figs before he ever even left Montreal. Figs, my new favorite sponsor, my new favorite pants. Yeah. And I want a shirt. Figs, send us more gear, yeah. bro. Can we get some more gear, Figs? We love wearing this. Like I said, it's the hottest it's been all summer down here in Venice. I still feel extremely comfortable. They're not sweatpants. They're not. Yeah. They're, 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 they're dope doctor scrubs. Yeah. The cuffed bottoms. Uh, pockets. By the way, there's a little pocket on the inside. I don't know if you know that, where you can keep your keys. Ooh, there's didn't little, notice that. Little, like inner pocket where you can keep your keys. And and the best part is, not only is it a great product, they donate hundreds of thousands of sets to people in need across the across the world. So they're doing it for a good cause. So whether you're one of the awesome humans that work in healthcare, I know we have a few. Dirt balls. Somebody likes comfortable pants. Or someone that wants to say thanks to these deserving folks, Figs is going to make that easy by providing you with 15% off your first purchase by using promo code DIRTY. Get ready to love your scrubs. All you need to do is head on over to wearfigs.com and enter our code DIRTY at the checkout. Once again, that's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter promo code DIRTY at checkout. 
to get 15% off. You can wear these amazing scrubs, shirts, I, you I, name it. I'm going to say it right now. If you're not watching NFL football every Sunday in your team's jersey or your team's T-shirt, with your team's hat on, and a pair of scrubs pants, you're a big red nose wearing clown. You should be Bill O'Brien's assistant head coach. You should be the GM of the Texans who hired Bill O'Brien. You a clown, son. Get yourself some figs to watch football in. That's right. Okay. Let's. Are let's, we making predictions first? You want to make predictions first? Let's do it. The lines? I'm, gonna, I'm ready to rip roar my AFC championship game, my NFC championship game, my Super Bowl, my Super Bowl champion, and my MVP. You want to start then? Yep. You ready? Go for it. AFC Championship game, Chiefs, Pats, Chiefs win, go to the Super Bowl. NFC Championship game, Packers, Rams, Packers go to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, Chiefs over Packers in a Super Bowl three. Was it Super Bowl three? Repeat. Um, and I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of the NFL. All right. NFC Championship game, Saints, Cowboys. <laughs> AFC Championship game. Patriots. Man. I, I just don't want to pick the Chiefs. For some reason, I don't want to pick the Chiefs. Because Andy Reid and his inability to run the clock? Yeah. AFC Championship game. Patriots. Steelers. No, I don't like that pick. Ah, who am I going to go with, though? No one not taking the Pats to go to the AFC Championship game, huh? I could see the Pats, by the way, not playing in that game. I can't, can't pick it at this point. I, I can't not. I picked against them last year. AFC Championship game. Patriots-Jaguars. Super Bowl. Patriots, I just can't bet against them at this point. Super Bowl, Patriots, Cowboys. I've never seen somebody more on the Cowboys bandwagon. I'm on them. I'm just going all in. Should I get my Cowboy hat? Little ticks. He's like, hates the Zeke signing. Hates, isn't a Dak fan. Dak's a medium pizza. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Is Dak a medium pizza? He's a medium pizza for sure. Overpaying a running back? I like their defense. <laughs> I think... Here's my thing about the Zeke signing. It's great for this year. I hate the long-term shit. Okay. I hate the six years. That's that's my issue, like I said. I don't like, like, the same way with Gurley. I don't like these long-term deals. Super Bowl. Patriots, Cowboys. Patriots, Super Bowl champs again. I, I just, I, I don't know. It's too tough to pick against them. I cannot believe I'm picking the Cowboys. Can I get, I feel like I need to get my Cowboy hat for this. Hold up, hold up, we them boys. I can't even put... You don't even have your Rams in an NFC Championship game. Nope. Nope. I think Gurley is injured. I think the offense takes a step back. I think this... I don't like this deal with Goff. It curses the team. There it is. Cowboys Patriots Super Bowl. Will be the most watched Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls. All right, MVP. You just going Mahomes again? No, I think Mahomes takes a step back this year. 
What you what you so you don't think he throws fifty five touchdowns? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he throws forty eight touchdowns and does Mahomes throw forty? Are you going? Are you going Daniel Jones? Are you going Daniel Jones? Are you going Daniel Jones? NFL MVP? Does, are you going Saquon? Sir, are you going Saquon Barkley NFL MVP? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I might just get that mic away from me. I feel like you're on the verge of going Saquon Barkley NFL MVP. You're you're gonna think I'm nuts for my two picks. Get get the mic away. <laughs> my two contenders for NFL MVP: Saquon Barkley. Aaron Donald. Wow. Going the defense. I think he's that fucking good. But don't they have to be really, really good for him to be the MVP? I think if he breaks Michael Strahan's sack record, your 2019 NFL MVP, Saquon Barkley. Wow. He did it. I just jinxed your boy. I know you did. If he shreds his knee, I'm going to, I'll, I will. I will I'll stop doing this podcast. I'll stop doing well. I'll, I won't stop doing this podcast. I'll just rebrand it as like not so dirty sports with Tug Coker after I slit your throat in an alley. <laughs> wow. Joe Prano, 2019 NFL MVP. I already said, without Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP every year. Okay. I think we should get Twerks' take. He's been sitting there quietly, just working. Raiders versus Raiders. Derek Carr, NFL MVP. Uh, this year's NFL MVP, I'm torn between uh, Mahomes and Rodgers. I don't see Mahomes dropping off all that much. Um, I'm going to go with Mahomes. What about Super Bowl? Super Bowl, oh, that's a tough one. I um, I, I like – I thought he already made a Super Bowl prediction. No, I like – yeah, yeah, yeah. I like – no, not the Raiders. I like the Saints. Against who? Uh, Saints Chiefs. Ooh, that'd be a fun one to watch. Damn, damn near happened this year. Yeah, I like the Saints. By the way, I I I like that same scene. It's just every time I pick the Saints, they let me down, and every time I don't, they fucking play well. So I'm not picking them again this year, just like I didn't last year. They went to the NFC Championship game. It all comes down to Breeze, Breeze, Kamara, Michael Thomas. Like, damn man, they're stacked on offense. That's for sure. All right, we don't have a bet set. That's fine. We can we can decide it during the season. Yeah, although I would like we like we need we need a bet by week three. I agree. All right, and for those who are new to the show, we pick the lines every week, and that is our bet. We've done some fun bets in the past. Twerks, get your pen and paper. Write all this down. Write down the lines. Write down who we pick. He's got a computer. He's all got right. it. This, this guy this guy can type fast. Okay, so minus three and a half. We have the Packers at the Bears tonight, Thursday night football on NBC. Packers cover. That's my take. Packers win the game. Ooh. Joey Nochill. NFL MVP and my NFC Super Bowl pick come out hot. I, by the way, I don't know the fucking talent. Like I have not looked deep into the talent level of the Packers. It's not that good, man. I, that's fine. I'm saying this. And I'll say it again. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. And that's fine. And I think that his career has been wasted by horrific coaching. I think a new coach with a fucking hockey player from the 70s name and no coaching experience whatsoever greatly improves the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, but Joe, my question is this. 
Who's playing defense? This is always the same question for the Packers every year. Rodgers can, Rodgers can put up 28 points a game. Great. Who's, who played defense on the Kansas City Chiefs last year? They ain't scoring as many points as Kansas City did last no, year. But tell you that much. The point is in the NFL, yeah, do you need a defense to win the Super Bowl? Of course you do. But do you need a defense to win 12 games? No, you don't. All right. Well, you're picking the Packers to win tonight. I'm picking them win to cover. To win the game. All right. Rams. Joey No Chill, first of many. Money on picks of the week. Rams at Carolina. Rams are two-point favorite. I am taking the Rams to cover. I don't understand how it's a two-point game. I don't understand how it's a two-and-a-half-point game at some things. I don't understand how it's a three-point game. I've sold all my Carolina stock. I tried to sell more of it. They told me you'd never bought it in the first place. <laughs> Robin Hood was like, you can't sell stock you don't own. You never bought in on the Panthers. You can't sell it. I am taking the Rams to cover. West going east. I think it'll be a sloppy game for a little bit, but I think they will win, and I think they will cover all right titans at browns the browns are a five and a half point favorite that's a big spread the first game with the new squad man i just don't trust the titans offense derrick henry henry looked great last year in the second half of the season but can they score points because the browns are going to put up some points can they score enough points to cover this spread i think the browns win this game for sure I'm going to go Tennessee to cover. I think it's a tighter game. I could see a backdoor cover here. I think the Browns win this game. I think they control this game. I'm just I'm predicting a backdoor cover. I was really high on uh, – I, I, I still like this Browns team, but I think I – think, I like this Browns team, but I think a lot of people are too high on this Browns yeah. team simultaneously. Um, I was – gonna go with oh this is the game everybody thinks the browns are gonna come out and fucking destroy and they're not but like let's start mixing it up early i think the browns win and cover like you you were already we we're two games in we both made the same predictions i'm gonna mix it up i think the browns win and cover all right kc at jacksonville here's your andy ruther upset pick of the week the jags at home under nick Foles. Win as three-and-a-half-point dogs against KC. That defense is back. They keep Mahomes in check. The Jags win week one in Florida. Andy Ruther has stumbled into a Joey Nochel money line pick of the week. I think the Jags also win that game. What? Kansas City going east. I think this is like the... This is the Patriots losing to Alex Smith's chief a couple of years ago. This is the the panic first week loss. And then I think I think the Chiefs lose this game, and then I think the Chiefs win 10 straight football games. Looks like we're on the same wavelength right there. Okay, Baltimore at Miami. Baltimore is a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I'm going to take Miami to cover the spread. I'm going to take Miami to cover the spread as well. Fitz magic. This is not a Joey No Chill money line pick of the week. I don't think that the Dolphins win this game. But if you could scroll back up to that, Andy, for me. But if you like fucking betting on home underdogs, getting nearly a fucking touchdown against a team that has a high school offense with this magic under center, if you look at it, 
Uh, at Caesars, Miami is currently plus 270. So that's nearly three to one odds. I am not making this pick for you, but I'm not saying I'm not betting it. Yeah. You get your bang for your buck on that one. Yes. Value. All right. Atlanta at Minnesota. The Vikings are three and a half point favorites. I'm going Falcons. Win and cover. I'm going uh, that the Falcons. I'm, I'm taking the Falcons with the points. Okay. A lot of the same picks so far. Okay. Buffalo at the Jets. Jets are three-point favorites. I'm going to go Buffalo to cover. I'm going to take the Jets. I think the Jets play well. I think the Jets uh, win by a, you know, a touchdown, and I think that the entirety of the Jets fan base creams in their pants. This is it. We're going to the Super Bowl. We beat the fucking Buffalo Bills at home. Roll out the red carpet. Sam Darnold's the GOAT. Le'Veon Bell's fucking the man. We're blah, blah, blah. Like, this just reeks of Jets opening week, back splashed all over the back page of the New York Post, and then the Jets fucking eat dick for a month. So I'm going to the Jets win and cover. All righty. Redskins at Eagles. Philly is a 10-point favorite. I'm going to take the Eagles to win and cover. Wow. A double-digit game. Case Keenum, bro. Yeah. Case Keenum. That's all I'm saying. That's your quarterback, Washington. Case Keenum. I can't pick. I almost can't pick any team in week one of any NFL season double digits, I think. Washington covers. Uh, go back up, Andy. Washington covers. And, geez, you're getting fucking four to one on Washington if you just want to, like, have fun. Plus 400. All right, Indy comes out to L.A. to face the Chargers where they are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. It's a big spread. This is a tough one for me. You want to go first this yeah. time? Uh, Chargers win. Chargers cover. Chargers score a bunch of points. Everybody hops on the early Phillip Rivers MVP campaign. If Phillip Rivers can play like this, Chargers going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, everybody's ho you know hopping on Phillip Rivers' dick like they're his wife trying to get her 34th kid. And uh, Indianapolis Colts can't keep up the pace because their quarterback is not a good quarterback in the NFL. I think the Chargers win, and I think the Chargers cover. All righty. I'm going to go with the Chargers as well to win and cover. All right, Cincy at Seattle. Seattle's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. They win and cover, the Seahawks do. This is, this is going to be a, a blowout. No A.J. Green. Andy Dalton sucks. The Bengals fucking suck. The Bengals are going to be bad. Doesn't this just reek of a game that's like somehow 5-3 at the half, though? Like 17-10. to 10. Yeah. Nine-and-a-half points. Uh, God, just the Bengals are going to be so bad. Backdoor covers. Bengals. You take the Bengals to cover. Yeah. I mean, that that just might be my hatred of your boy, Russ. But also just like when is – but like am I crazy? Isn't this – like could you, see, could you see the – could you see the fucking Bengals being up at half? 6-2? No, because the Bengals don't have a defense. Their defense was bad last year. 
I'm going to go with the Bengals. All right. By the way, I think the Seattle Seahawks for sure win that game. Detroit at Arizona. Detroit is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I think Arizona's going to be bad. They're a home dog here, though. Therefore, I'm taking Arizona. I'll take Detroit. It's just just week one. Yeah, you know what? Can I change that? You can do whatever you want, man. I'm going to take... Week uh, one, Kyler Murray. Welcome to the NFL. I'm going to take the Lions. All right. Yeah, boys. The New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Seven and a half. I told you yesterday on the phone, this spread is extremely high for me. Extremely high for your Super Bowl Cowboys? Hold up, hold up, hold up. We them boys. I'm taking the Giants without a doubt to cover. I'm taking the Giants as well. Seven and a half, according to Caesars Palace. That's just, it's just an extremely high line. All right. Niners at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a one-point favorite. I'm going to take Tampa Bay to win and cover. Oh, this is tough. Tampa Bay at home makes me want to. T- I'm going to take the Niners. Fuck it. I'm going to take the Niners to win the game. I st- I'm still not on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. Everybody wants to be on the Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't know how many consecutive years people want to be on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, God. I like Bruce Arians, though, man. You know man. what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Bucks. I'm changing my mind. I'm going to take the Bucks because. People want to be on the Bucs. They'll get one win. I'll, I'll go with the Bucs. Bucs. Steelers at New England. Sunday night football. The Pats are five and a half point favorites. I think that's too big. New England always starts sluggish. I'm going to take Pittsburgh to cover. I think New England wins. I think Pittsburgh covers. Uh, Sunday night. Uh, every year, it seems like because the Patriots are so good, they start them out on a Thursday. They're the fucking first team. They come out, blah, blah, blah. I'm taking, uh, you know, the the late primetime game the whole day for Tom Brady to wake up and Bill Belichick to fucking he'll, – he'll be filming morning walkthrough. He'll be filming afternoon walkthrough. He'll be filming the players having lunch. He'll be fucking he'll – be def- he'll have 12 hours to fuck with the footballs. I'm going with the Patriots to cover. All right. Houston at New Orleans. We all know how well New Orleans plays in the Dome. They're seven-point favorites, though. It's a big spread. I'm thinking Houston to cover. Uh, New Orleans plays well in the Dome, but they lost week one last year to the Bucks in the Dome, I believe. Or was that in Tampa Bay? I think it was in the Dome. It was in the Dome. And, uh, and Houston plays in a Dome, and Deshaun Watson has a big game. Uh, but I, I, think, I think the... I'll, t- I'll take Houston in the points. You're going to take Houston in the points. Okay. I'm going to take New Orleans to win and cover. And last but not least, we have Twerks Raiders. They are two-point dogs in Oakland against the Broncos. I just think Oakland is a mess. I'm going to take Denver to win and cover. No, uh... No, like, Antonio Brown, out, bump, we don't need him. No, because they do need him. I mean, he was naming off these random black dudes' names that are the receivers. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Joe Flacco gets the Broncos fans turned because I think their defense plays well and Joe Flacco manages the game. Broncos win. And cover, knock on wood if you're with me. (laughs)
keep can we just like keep this bat here for the whole season so we can just knock on wood if you're with me? <laughs> Mark Davis gets his haircut super cuts. Knock on wood if you're with me. At least one person gets stabbed during a Raiders home game this season. Oh, I mean, God. Knock on wood if you're with me. More bats. We need more bats for more knocking. <laughs> Antonio Brown has 1,000 receiving yards this season. Knock on wood if you're with me. Oh, it comes from oh, over there. It works. Uh, I mean, hard for me to put money on that right now. Yeah. He's getting suspended. I know. Suspended, feet hurt, doesn't like his helmet. Is he suspended? Um, I mean, he's suspended, but they're not sure. I mean, if he's even, they're not sure if he's even going to still be with the team. Uh, the updates that came out. <laughs> Twerks is over there with updates. Yeah. He's not sure if Antonio Brown is even a member of the Oakland Raiders anymore. Well, the, well, the details that came on out. Him, betting on him receiving 1,000 yards a season. <laughs> Knock in your fucking head if you're drunk. Got to have faith. But the details that came out were that he got into like a, a verbal altercation on the field, right? Yeah. And that Vontae's perfect. Oh, his, my God. His enemy at one point uh, was holding him back because he was telling Mayock that he was going to hit him in the face. Wow. Dude, can you imagine? Vontae's perfect. The guy who literally tried to kill you during the... Uh, this has a lot of Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham career stats. Ref like repercussions here oh, there's, there's a lot think? going on i mean this guy could be out of football there's a lot happening here this guy goes to the raiders bye bye antonio brown what team is antonio brown on next and when does that happen tampa bay jet antonio brown jet week week seven with robbie anderson you remember robbie anderson former Aaron Hernandez, Savage of the Year Award winner. Jet, Jets win a couple football games. Back page is on fire. Kyle Olanovsky jerking off into cups of Dunkin' Donuts. Everybody going <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, Jet fans can't handle it. They trade multiple fucking first-rounders just to get A.B. on the team this year, immediately taking the fucking nosedive. They go fucking... They go... They go... They're like, they're like trending for 11 wins... They get a B. The Jets fly into a building. Not eleven. Nine. Not eleven. Never forget the A B trade. Unreal. You heard it here first. Joe Prano predicts. All right, that's our week one predictions, and that's our NFL preview for the twenty nineteen season. It's been fun. You're about to leave for San Diego now, aren't you? I am. I will leave tonight. For San Diego, because uh, Eddie Ift has radio to do in the morning, so we'll be down there all day tomorrow. Two shows tomorrow, Friday night at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Truly, as far as performing goes, one of my favorite rooms in all of comedy to perform in. The Comedy Store does one thing right. They keep everything black. They have low ceilings. It's a, just a fantastic, fantastic comedy club from a performance standpoint. I love doing it every year. I always try some new stuff because the audience is so welcoming. Bros in flip-flops, chicks in fucking tank tops. Let's go. La Jolla Comedy Store. Popcorn's free. Get there. Come see me and Eddie. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, one show Sunday. Surfing in between. Donuts every day. Let's go. All right. 
Follow us at The Dirty Sports. You can follow me at Andy Ruther. Follow, subscribe to us on YouTube. I have a bunch of koozies I'm sending out today. My apologies for the delay, but the koozies will be sent out today. If you leave an iTunes review, you get sent a koozie. Just leave your Twitter or Instagram handle. Anything else? Yeah. I am going to start doing something this week, which I will be keeping going for the entire NFL season. Three Joe Prano bets in my Instagram story every week for the NFL season. Where to put your money. Three picks every week. Starts today. First one's a preview. Money line. Packers win. Follow at Joe Prano on Instagram. Get three NFL bet selections every week from me. Yeah, boy. Follow me on Instagram. At Fix Your Life on Twitter. Let's go. Twerks. Follow me at DS Interns and Aaron Maharis on Instagram. This guy's working hard. I want to give a shout out to Aaron over here. He's going to law school. He's in his second year of law school. He's leaving from here to go to class. He's busting his ass. Thank you, Aaron. And my apologies for your team. You know, it's 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 a sad day to be a Raiders fan. It basically has been a sad day for years. But I do look forward to the day where me, you, and Joe all hop in my little Corolla hatchback and drive to Vegas. Mad Max style to see the Raiders. As do I. Looking forward to it. But, uh, yeah, every day is a sad day to be a Raiders fan. But it's all right. It's all right. And if you are a Raiders fan and you want to cheer up, buy one of these Yo Fool shirts, which we do sell on our website. Also, we were selling a lot more shirts yesterday. The Zeke Walk shirts available at DirtySports.com. My team for this year, the Dallas Cowboys, which I'm riding on to make it to the Super Bowl. Okay, Dirtballs, NFL is here. Hopefully you enjoyed the preview. Have a great weekend of football, and most importantly, stay dirty.